tour all night is supported by listeners like you. To find out how you can help, head over to patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos. There you'll see what exciting rewards we're offering for your support. Once again, that's patreon.com slash songsoftoryamos to help us continue to make high-quality and tour-attainment for you. Good morning, everybody. This is your Ocean to Ocean 2022-2023 tour, U.S. Leg 2, after show wrap-up, pre-show preview. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and don't I have egg on my face? Do I believe that Tori Miss is playing our game? First of all, welcome. Welcome to the end of the world as we know it. I'm about to hit the road on tour, so this is our final show as I've been doing them. It has been a good tour. It's been a good run. Thank you for listening. They will obviously have to change a little bit because I'll be on the road. What does that mean? I don't know. Will I go back to interviewing people after the show? Only if people want me to get in their face. If they don't, I will wag away with my tail between my legs. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm not here to talk about the future. I'm here to talk about the past. The past last night. Tori Amos in St. Louis. Is she playing Wills and Wants? Is she actively trolling us? Is she doing it out of love? Or is it mere coincidence? Because it's gone too far to be coincidence. It's not as if last night was the first time she actively sabotaged us, and it's not as if it's even the second time. She's been doing this all Ocean to Ocean tour, sabotage, sabotaging us, giving us amazing shows while simultaneously sabotaging us. That's a mastermind. That is a criminal mastermind. That's the brain of a Leo. Last night's set in St. Louis was a sort of fairy tale, disqualified, Ocean to Ocean, disqualified, Josephine, 90s, Girl, 90s, Suede, 90s, Pandora, 90s, Way Down, and Blood Roses solo, solo? That's amazing, but still 90s, Little Amsterdam, 90s, Rahipoof, 90s, are you kidding me, ma'am? Then Metal Water Wood, which, congratulations to me, I got a point. And then Big Wheel to end the main set. Encore was Cornflake Girl, and then she threw us a bone, a literal bone, to hang out to dry with Tom Bigby in the aughts. And I did get a point for Tom Bigby. So I'm in the rare two-point club from last night. It's not always that I get points, but when I do, I get double and I'm looking at the Wills and Wants spreadsheet from last night. Jen Winans is in the two-point club. I'm in the two-point club. Who else is in the two-point club? Is it just us, Jen? Jen, are we better than everybody? Oh, no, wait. Dana? Dana Sheraton's in the two-point club. Is it just us three? Is it just we three? 
the golden three is funny. Someone tweeted, if you got a golden five, you're cheating. And ain't that the truth? I don't know. Do I believe that she's playing the game? <sighs> it's harder and harder to not believe it. And I called David and he was like, are you? No, but I, I think that she might be. I think she gets a debrief, like I said. I think she's debriefed on the rules and she actively fights against them. But thanks to Rosecrest, our resident stats statistician, who gave us the set list and the stats from last night. And I'll read you the stats if you're so inclined to hear them. If not, then skip ahead. The stats from last night from St. Louis are a sort of fairy tale 32 times. That's the 32nd time this tour. Ocean Ocean, 83 for 83. Josephine, 9 times. Girl, 16 times. Swayed, 10 times. Pandora, 11 times. Way Down, this was the debut of Way Down. It was last played on November 19th, 2017 in Denver. And then this was also the debut of Blood Roses on this tour. Solo, that's wild, especially because she has the band there. I would love to hear Blood Roses 99, wouldn't you? Um, last played in New Orleans on November 14th, 2017 at that wild show. Putting the damage on nine times, Little Amsterdam 23 times, Riot Poof six times, Metal Water Wood 12 times, Big Wheel 12 times. Oh, twins. And then Cornflake Girl 79 times, Tom Bigby 13 times. So that's the set and the stats from this tour. I hear it was an amazing show. St. Louis always gets the rarities. Paul Roy and I were out last night chit-chatting, shooting the breeze at the gay bar, talking about the set list. It was wild. It was fun. I'm a little hungover. I have a burrito coming, a breakfast burrito. But that explains why the show is late. And, you know, I wanted it to be special. Since this is our last date, I wanted it to be special. We're taking our relationship to the next level. We're meeting in person now. This was our last, you know, like the Zoom date from the Zoom era when you would like eat with each other on Zoom. I never did that. I don't want anybody to watch me eat. No, thank you. I never did that. And it's funny because I said to my teens, we're rehearsing a play. And I said, okay. I said, our next rehearsal will be on this day on Zoom. And they all like winced. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a little flashback, isn't it? It was funny. They were just not into the Zoom rehearsals anymore. But it's fine. This is what eludes me because Rose Cress says, I love a show with a clear theme. And I don't get that. I don't think on that level. Is the theme that it's a 90s set? Is that the theme, Rose? Or is there a deeper theme? Because when she would do in 2002, 2003, what's the fairy tale tonight? And then it would have this like long diatribe of what the fairy tale was i'd be like oh <laughs> that's not what i thought the fairy tale was um <laughs> i never get the theme someone always has this is why i like to talk to people after the show because they point out the theme like obviously can't you tell because she played girl into suede into pandora obviously she's blah 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 and i'm like oh you're right but yeah obviously because she played way down into blood roses she has a dentist appointment coming up i don't know i don't get the theme but riot poof with metal water wood clearly she's ordering doordash anyway St. Louis is in the books. It's pronounced Stiefel. Someone told me it's pronounced the Stiefel. Congratulations. I saw everyone's wonderful pictures. Valerie and Saker continue their booze tour. 03-23. Shaggy's on the road drinking canned wine and sleeping in king-size beds. Single seat. Single seat. King-size Shaggy. SSKS Shags. Single seat. King-size. Or how about king-size single seat Shags? That's what it is. Next time you see Shaggy out there, call him King Size Single Seat. He'll love it. She'll love it. I can't remember what we do on the show. Oh, we do the Wills and Watts. Oh, I got to pull the bonus songs. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Did I tell you when I was going through my books, 
Oh, I did tell you, didn't I? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I found two Sonic gift certificates. Oh, I didn't tell you. When I was going through all my books, I found two Sonic gift certificates. They do not have expiration dates. Oh, I was telling you about my Chipotle cards that have expiration dates that I'm going to use. I found two Sonic gift cards for good for one free vanilla cone because apparently I was a really good patient for Dr. Daniel Pignon, MD in Las Cruces. So he gave me two free vanilla cones. I was a good patient. You know, I'm not saying that I'm like teacher's pet but if the teacher's going to pet someone, it better be me. Um, so good for one free vanilla cone. This is back, obviously, when I ate dairy. If anybody wants these, they do not have an expiration date, and they're old school. They're on paper. Thanks for being a great patient. You're welcome. All participating locations. At participating locations only. One coupon, redeemable per visit. Not valid with any other coupon or offer. Cash value is 1 20th of 1 cent. Present coupon before ordering. And I have two of them, so I have two 20ths of a cent. If anybody wants them, I'll I'll take the money. Thank you. You can round up to one penny, please. Um, it's time to pull bonus songs. I gotta find the Torkoal. I got distracted. Here it is. Everybody's fine. Okay, bonus songs. We're just going to go for it. But remember, it's only songs from the aughts that um, are eligible because that was the rule. And here we go. Uh Uh-oh. The little handle got stuck. Okay, here we go. Um, We've got, that's the 90s song, Losing My Religion. That does not count. Um, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. This bag is doing what Tori did, just giving me the 90s. Leather, come on. Come on. Suzanne. Oh, that's 05. Suzanne. If you pick Suzanne, you're you're a winner. Mary Jane. Who? Mary Jane. Who? All right. You're welcome. Good morning. I did it in my morning voice. 29 years. If you pick 29 years, that's a good one. You got a bonus. Um, crazy. Crazy, that's good. People probably picked that because she's done that a few times this tour. Crazy. Better Angels. Oh, that's a good one. Better Angels. Better Angels. Ah! Um, the wrong band. That's 90s. Sorry. Big Wheel. Wait, Big Wheel was disqualified. Sorry. Um, Northern Lad. Again, 90s. This bag is a troll. Ocean to Ocean. Disqualified. Addition of Light Divided. Yes. Wild Way. There you go. Promise, that's another one. Winter's Carol, Police Me, Intro Jam. We'll do one more for, that's a lot. That's 14 songs. I hope you're happy. Fat Slut. I hope you're happy, Fat Slut. Okay, these are your bonus songs. Crazy, Suzanne, Mary Jane, Better Angels, 29 Years, Edition of Light Divided, Wild Way, Promise, Police Yourself, Police Myself, Winter's Carol, Intro Jam, Fat Slut. That's a good array of songs, and I'm going to go tally those little bad boys while you listen to this wonderful song. Sorry, I had to hold for Siren, not the song. The Malie happening downstairs in downtown L.A. Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go tally these bad boys while you listen to an AI cover of Lady in Blue by Lana Del Rey. So it's Lana Del Rey, AI cover singing Tori Amos's Lady in Blue. And also thanks to Will Henderson, as always, I pulled his video down from the internet to play at the beginning of this episode. Will, I love you. Bye. Yeah.
Why, you may ask? I ask myself that too, every moment of every day. So it seems like the big, I gave away a lot of points. It seems like the biggest ticket item was Edition of Light Divided. A lot of people chose Edition. And I'm here for it. I also chose addition. I forgot because I put mine in on a whim. So I got two bonus points as well for a total of four. But I'm not even the highest point person last night. The highest award goes to Jane Lynn Lamb, who I'm astounded by her gameplay. Jane, you killed it yesterday. She not only has been playing almost nightly, she... She got a point for Tom Bigby and a point for Additional Light Divided. Two points, by the way, because all bonus songs are two points now. And two points for Crazy. She chose two of our bonus songs, and that's wild. So let's look at the leaderboard as it sits now. And please double check your own points. You can go. You can do that on our website, songsoftraymus.com, under the Wills and Wants tab. Just double check your own points. Make sure you're getting all the points that you could possibly. Right now, Gerald Huff sits at the top with 320, Rosecrest with 300 in second place, Nick with 290 in third place, Chrissy with 280 in fourth place, double two-way tie for fifth place at Stephanie Stork and Matthew LaPierre, and sixth place is Valerie and Christopher Whitney. It's still anybody's game. I'm going to really shake it up when I'm on the road. You better believe it. I'm all the way up to 220 points for 23rd place. I'm going to make 22nd place the first place prize winner and 23rd place the second place prize winner because that would be entirely fair i think that's fair you know anything anything goes in this game oh we have to choose our participation prize winner now who will it be let's find out okay i'm recording my screen and i've got the saint louisians up here okay let's spin this wheel can you hear me can you hear me spinning the wheel keeps on spinning and spinning and spinning, and the winner is Brian underscore Allen. Is that Brian Corbett? Hold on. It is Brian Corbett. Oh, you know what? He already won a prize when he got cool on your island with the band after all these years, and now he gets the nightly participation prize. Congratulations, Brian. You're lovely. Brian and I share a tattoo. It's the edition of Light Divided Tattoo. Brian also got a point for Tom Bigby last night. So you're just swimming in riches, Brian. You're swimming in riches. I am done here. St. Louis has gotten the better of me, and I am moving on to my fa one of my favorite states, honestly, Nebraska. I lived in Scottsbluff, Nebraska for a whole summer and had an affair. I had an affair while I was there. This was years ago. I was a different person, but I had an affair. I mean... I wasn't with anyone. It just sounds better when you call it an affair. <laughs> affair! I had an affair with a man named William Bill. He goes by Bill, but I called him Billy. <laughs> you know what? That's just a little thing that delighted myself. He went by Bill, I called him Billy, and yes, I ran faster. It's beautiful here. It's really beautiful here in Omaha, isn't it? It's good to be back here in Nebraska. Dearheart Brandon Valenzio has not sent me stats for Omaha, so I'm at a loss. Brandon, I can't do anything without you. The best I can do is search the dent. I can't promise anything here because Brandon's, Brandon's got the stats mind. But I 
think that the first time she ever played in Omaha, Nebraska was November 7th, 1996 at the Orpheum Theater. And the set list was Beauty Queen Horses, Leather, An Improv into Hurt into Blood Roses, Little Amsterdam, Cornflake Girl, Honey, Little Earthquakes, Precious Things, Marianne, Caudalite Snipes, Tallulah, Me and a Gun, Silent All These, Encore One was Silent All These Years and Smells Like Teen Spirit, and Encore Dose was The Waitress, Daisy Dead Petals, and Hey Jupiter. Let's play something from that, Ollie. that she came back to Nebraska on August 30th, 1998, again at the Orpheum Theater, where she played Precious Things, God, Siren, IIE, Donut Song, Liquid Diamonds. Secret Time was Happy Phantom, Twinkle, and the band came back for Purple People, Cruel, Spark, The Waitress. Where is Purple People? Oh my God, is Purple People coming tonight? Encore one, Tallulah, Raspberry Swirl. Encore two, Janet, Tear in Your Hand. She was back in Omaha on March 24th, 2003 on the Scarlet's Walk Tour for Wampum Prayer, A Sort of Fairy Tale, Pancake, Father Lucifer, Josephine, Concertina, Crucify Wednesday, Scarlet's Bar was Beulah Land, Silent, and After the Gold Rush. The band came back for Damage, Another Girl's Paradise, Cornflake Girl, Rattlesnakes, Precious Things, I Can't See New York, and IIE. Encore 1, Taxi Ride Horses. Encore 2, Space Dog Jupiter.
It serves to note that she was back in Omaha on November 10th, 2007 at the Omaha Music Hall as Santa. She brought her daughter, Santa Amos. And Santa played Body and Soul, She's Your Cocaine, Bug a Martini, Dragon, Secret Spell, and ended her set with Raspberry Swirl, where she no doubt twirled off the stage. Professional Widow Remix saw Tori re-enter with Big Wheel, Space Dog, Father Lucifer, Cornflake Girl, Lust, Spring Haze. Secret Time was peeping Tommy in leather. I feel like peeping Tommy's been coming out a lot. And at least on this show. And then the band came back for Digital Ghost, Concertina, and Code Red. Encore 1 was Precious and Tear, and Encore 2 was Hey Jupiter. You know what? It seems like Hey Jupiter is popular in Omaha. You might want to select it for your wills and wants. I think that's the last time she was in Omaha. Three times. Three for three. Today will be the fourth time. And she'll be back at the Orpheum Theater. Good for her. Good for everybody. Happy for everyone in this world. Happy for everyone. Breaking news today from the Omaha World Herald Radio, where the only radio station in the entire world where we read headlines from the Omaha World Herald newspaper and imagine what songs Tori might play because of those headlines. I know. You wouldn't think it was the only station that did that, but we are the only ones. Crunchy Bits Candy Store in Auburn is cool and tasty. Nebraska Passport Destination. Now that's a wonderful headline to wake up to. Crunchy Bits Candy Store in Auburn is cool and tasty. Dragon, Candy Lies, or is there another song with candy in it? Chocolate, Satiny Luscious Chocolate. I think Dragon could come out for that. Fairy Garden must make way for Corps of Engineers project at Omaha Zarinsky Lake. What? The Fairy Garden must make way for the Corps of Engineers project? That's trash. They're going to wipe down a whole Fairy Garden for a project for engineers. Any song where the fairies get torn asunder, that song will come tonight. Like anything from an album in which she mentions the fairies, so anything from the first four albums... Perhaps it's going to be a very 90s show, although she just did that yesterday. Next headline, Omaha Westside graduate finds new life and new love in Italy. Oh, although I'd have no idea what song you'd consider her most Italian song. Does she sing about pasta? Does she sing about sauce? Trancing, the sauce without the blame. You can expect concertina tonight. Her most Italian song, concertina. (laughs) I'm hungover. And for that, I apologize. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Your wills and wants today, your disqualified songs are Sort of Fairy Tale, Ocean Ocean, God, Cornflake Girl, and Big Wheel. And we're only accepting songs that she played and wrote and released in the 90s. If she released it before 1231.99, it's eligible to be played tonight in the game. Congratulations to you, everyone. Congratulations to everyone else. I'm happy that you're there. This will be the last show on the Native Invader Tour. Oh, my God. How did that come out? This will be the last show on the Ocean Ocean Tour that I won't be at until L.A. So I'll be hitting the road for a three-show run. Denver slash Red Rocks, Albuquerque slash Los Lunas, and 
Mesa slash Phoenix. So come say hello if you see me, and I'll resist the temptation to wear my caftan that I bought last night at the bar. I bought this caftan at the bar. It's so cute, and I'm wearing it. I don't know if I can wear it on my cruise. I don't know if I have the joie de vivre that you need to pull off a caftan, you know? I don't have a sun hat. I don't have a hat head. I don't have a hat face. Or a caftan body. Well, I have a caftan body. That's for sure. I told David, I can't wear this caftan because I have curves. And he said, isn't that the point of a caftan? I said, you're right. I'm all kinds of turned around today. And my burrito hasn't arrived from DoorDash. Crime. Criminal. I'll talk to you later. I'll see you on the road. Come say hi to me. I'm lonely without you. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I was saying goodbye as if I didn't have something else to do here. Amy just walked in. Oh, Amy, I'm, I'm on my way. Hold on, please. I got to go get the door for Amy, our resident witch who reads the cards for every show on the U.S. tour and every show on the European tour. She's here to read our cards for Omaha. Take it away, Amy. I'm just struck how different, even if we're like a day or so apart from different locations, how different the vibe is from each of the readings. And Omaha is no exception. Beautiful state, um, gorgeous state, love the landscape out there. Um, You've got a humdinger of a tarot reading for this concert. You've got the star, judgment and death. So we have talked about how the fool is new beginnings. Death is also a new beginning in a different way. There's something that comes to pass, something that we leave behind, something that we change direction on and we move in a different direction, right? So it's a new beginning, but it really comes by uh, removing the husk of the old experience and leaving it behind. And we'll talk a little bit about why that's significant by looking at the the, the, um, the horoscope for the Omaha concert. Before we do that, let's pause and talk a little bit about Judgment in the Star. It's interesting, the order of these cards. So death is coming last. We've got the star, which is really all about, it's almost to me, in many ways, comes after death. And in fact, it does in the major arcana. The star has to do with the abundance of the universe, right? The abundance of everything around you. Abundance in the sense of like you draw and pull what you need when you need it, right? And it is available to you and there for you, right? But it's got to be drawn from that internal part of yourself, right? Not the world, not the devil part of yourself that like is like, fine, I'm going to draw a million dollars. It's not that. It's like what feeds your soul? And the star is here to tell you it's here for you. It is here ask and you shall receive. Knock on the door will be open. It's that type of energy. Judgment is very much a continuation, I think, of justice. It is the completion of the karmic cycle. So the scales have been balanced and and after they've been balanced, the wrong is made to right, right? Things have been sort of like brought to pass. So you've got that, that feeling followed by this death card, which is again, usually we see that before, right? There's a death, a change, and then a shift. So to interpret this and just to look at where the stars are aligned, I think this has a lot to do with our, um, the optimism that we have for life, things having come to pass, us paying the piper for whatever that looks like, and then the death being the previous opinion or approach that we had. So I think sometimes when people look at tarot cards, and I do this myself, you think, oh my God, I pulled the tower. What disastrous event is going to happen to me? But it can be subtle. It can be a change of opinion on something. That's a death right? I no longer think of this person in this way. I no longer think of myself in this way. I no longer think of my, this habit or that habit is bad anymore. And now that's, that shift is extremely significant. And that's what you can see in the cards. Let's turn to the stars. 
First cards, then stars. Now we're at the stars. We've got that beautiful sun sign in Cancer, chilling. We've got Mercury fully ensconced in Leo, also in this in the seventh house. The moon is in the sixth house, and it's hanging there in the sign of Cancer. So, Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, lots of sensitivities. If you're gonna cry at any concert, it's gonna be this one, <laughs> just because like Moon and Cancer, it's like sensitivity on sensitivity on sensitivity, right? And I think the only thing that's saving any of that is the ascendant sign is in Capricorn. So it's going to, people perhaps aren't going to cry because like us caps don't like showing weakness, right? But at the same time, maybe we're internally crying. I think there's going to be like, but it's a good cry. The thing that I find lovely about cancers is their ability to be deeply in touch with their emotions. That can seem very mercurial because the moon shifts a lot, changes a lot. I think Geminis get a reputation for being really flighty and, and changing a lot. But to me, cancers cancerines have that ability much more firmly rooted only because if the moon sign is in cancer you're deeply deeply tied to the phases of the moon so as you go to the concert i encourage you to figure out what phase of the moon where is the moon what phase is it in really reflect on that and think about what it means to you right think about how you um, can encourage yourself to either have that waxing or waning mentality about something, a certain situation. Again, because we see this death card, we think of change, we think of judgment, we think of like pulling ourselves um, back up from the bootstraps from a, a situation that perhaps wasn't very positive for us, right? You still have the sun and Pluto in opposition. So there's still sort of this sense of like what relationships mean to us, what our self-transformation might mean and how those two things are related to one another. Let's take a look as we usually do at Tori's internal chart, her needle, her, her nail chart where the stars were at the time of her birth and what um, Omaha looks like um, placed on top of her needle chart. So you th- see a few shifts. So her North node in cancer is drifting slightly away from the sun of the concert, which is also in cancer but it's still very significant. You've got the moon, the emotions of this concert will be in Tori's eighth house. So you're still going to see the catalog of really deep, dark topics, right? It's, I see less um, doll posse and more like Pele, ocean to ocean, like deeply personal songs. Whenever the moon is in that eighth house, you're just going to see things touching, the concert touching, the song catalog touching, those types of things that really get our goat, right? And I think they're going to be confessional versus role play, if I had to guess, right? One thing we haven't talked about in these last few um, concerts, but it has been a theme throughout all of her concerts. Chiron, the wound that we all carry is in the fifth house for the concert. It's in the sign of Aries right now. It's right on top of Tori's Jupiter, also in the sign of Aries, also in the fifth house. So knowing what Tori does, we're not at all surprised that she's got Jupiter, the make big, the make big planet. in a fiery sign in a house commonly associated with hobbies and creativity. And you've got the concerts wound, basically like the thing that we come and need for healing also in Aries, also in the fifth house. This to me, again, just means that as you attend this concert and you're thinking about the moon and you're thinking that stuff that needs to change and pass away, also know that Tori's here and a lot of her life purpose it looks to be this type of healing, right? Not looks to be, I think you don't need to be an astrologer or a psychic to know that, that her words are healing to people who have also been through deep trauma. And that is a lot of what she's offering to you at this concert. So again, when I say you're going to cry, like there's just going to be that, this level of sensitivity at this concert, that's very different from the previous concerts. 
but it's there for you to receive and to for you to receive the healing. A lot of times, if you know if you ever gone to church or if you ever get a blessing, will they ask, "Will you receive this blessing?" There is a a, a part of you that needs to acquiesce to that, and if you don't want it, that's fine. But just know that that is the opportunity presented to you here in Omaha. Well. Oh, what an amazing concert. I hope you all have fun. But if you can't be good, please be careful. Night is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information or links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com.